You know what time it is, baby? It is the morning hustle with L'Oreal, myself, Kyle Santillian. <laughs> we got a very special guest in the studio today. Yes. Yo, she's coming with the bars. She's coming with the music. Lady London is in the studio hey. with us. How you feeling? I'm so good. How y'all feeling? Good, good. It's Great. a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here for real. Yeah. yeah. And I'm so loud. Sometimes when people are low, I can't really hear them. <laughs> <laughs> but that is something about your voice that's just so soothing. Oh, thank you And so it just much. sounds so good on the track. Uh-huh. <laughs> you. You're probably the person like when other people have kids and they want them to go to sleep, give them the Lady London. She can talk to them to sleep. And a little NyQuil. Yeah. Yeah. So how you feeling, man? You're out here making some moves. The music is going. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so blessed to be here. Like amongst my peers, I, I'm just so happy because... My idols are now people I like text and take shots with, and it's like it's just a beautiful experience. I don't think it's ever gonna be like not surreal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And not only are you hanging around these people, but you are signed to one of the most iconic labels out there when it comes to hip hop, and that's Mm -hmm. Def Jam. Yeah. Okay, they didn't pay me for that plug. (laughs) They did not pay me for that plug. At least they gave you a jacket. You don't get one because yeah. these are for special people. Yeah. I'm sure you got one. Yeah, I got one. <laughs> so I'm the only one here without the jacket. You good right. with your hat. We're going to talk to somebody about it. <laughs> no, nah, but Def Jam is, like you were saying, is a classic label. Yeah. And yeah. they've done so much over the years. I mean, it has to mean yeah. something to you to be a part of it. So much. You know, obviously, um, one of my biggest, our favorite rappers is Jay-Z. So watching the whole... Okay, I'll let it slip down. Just being a part of the same, you know, trajectory that they, that, you know, the, the Rockefeller and the Murder Inks and the Leors and the Kevin Lows and the, you know, just, I'm, I'm super excited to be yeah. hip hop 50th, you know? Yeah. And absolutely. imagine this is all starting from social media, right? right? Just a day where you was just chilling, you was yeah. a little bored, you yeah. was trying to pass the time Literally. and you decided to spit a freestyle uh-huh. and that just kicked everything off. How long were you writing before you sat down and was like, cause I know you had things going on when you were younger uh-huh. where you like, all right, let me get into this poetry. Right. But how long did you know that you could rap before you actually did that when I dropped that I was not rapping I was doing poetry in my head so it wasn't until after that that I taught myself how to rap like three months of just sitting down and studying cadences and patterns and you know like syllables and how much can fit in this pocket because poetry is is like it's free right it just kind of it don't even got a rhyme for real like Mm -hmm. so learning how to transition from poetry to rap took me a like a summer After that. And then, um, so that was in March of 2018, that summer I took to learn. And I think by like November, December, it has started to really take off. But your demeanor, sorry, your demeanor seems very like calm and cool. Yeah. But the poetry you started doing because you were violent. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> why why yeah. is that so I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what goon is coming in yeah. here today? Right. But it's you. Yeah. <laughs> so how did did you transition or is this like your soft side and then you got that other side? I think some things are just in you. You know, I won't say that it's like not a part of me anymore. It it just is like super suppressed now because I have so many things to lose. You know, yeah. in an interim, and I, I'm not claiming to be no like crazy street shooter or nothing like yeah. that. But I was in trouble a lot. I was a rebellious kid, and um, I was just really, really smart. And I decided to channel more so, uh, you know, my schooling and my education and making my priority 
rather than run around because I could run around. You know Speaking saying? of your schooling being a priority, yeah. you know, finding out that you graduated from Howard University, yeah, the we real HBCU H-U. family, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? I and then you that. went and got a master's yep. at USC. Right. You know, I, I like that part of the story because, you know, we talk about, you know, music and all these other things. But, mm-hmm. yo, like we have some very intelligent people in our culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? What was your line of education for those two degrees? Um, so my undergrad is in sports medicine and chemistry, double major from Howard. And then my graduate school degree is in global medicine with a concentration on international health policy. So I guess my whole life I've been told I was going to be a doctor. My mother was telling me since I was like eight years old, like, I'm going to be a doctor. And I'm not sure if it was something that I ever really wanted to do or if it was something that was told to me. And I was a, you know, I tried to be, you know, a, a, a pleasing person to my parents, to my mother, to my grandmother. Um, because I got in so much trouble on the side. Like, it was mm. like, <laughs> academically good, this girl's bad as hell, though. <laughs> 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 so, um, so, yeah, that was, like, my goal. I really wanted to work. Uh, my ultimate goal was to be an NFL uh, physician for the mm. NFL team, like an orthopedic surgeon. And um, I don't know, I just deviated afterwards. I, don't, I started to try to think whether it was always my plan or whether it was somebody else's and what really fed me. And writing felt natural to me. It just felt like whatever. And I talk crazy. I talk ridiculous. And yeah. it works for rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> it works. <laughs> that's my natural demeanor, though. Like, that's my natural, like, yeah, you know. And you know what's dope about it is you just started out with freestyles, yep. freestyles, freestyles. Yeah. To the point where they were so good that your fans actually was like, all right, we need a project. Yeah. And they took your freestyles and put them together for you and made you a mixer. Yeah. That I've That's never crazy. heard anybody say. Of all the stories, all the artists I ever spoke to, I've never heard anybody want music that bad that they created a project for them. Yeah. So how did that feel when you first even realized that, you know, this was happening? Yeah. And then what was your next step in your mind? Um, yeah, having a compilation of all the freestyles come together and having the people who you know, did the original yeah. from it be like, yo, it's like you fire. killed it. Or to even recreate some of the most classic records and kind of make them my own. Mm-hmm. Like, Which is you crazy. Know, like, yeah, yeah, no, it was a big thing. It was a serious, serious situation to a point where with some people that was like, wait, that's not your song? Like, that's not, <laughs> like, that's crazy. So uh, it, was, it was just really dope. But I really, in this time, really wanted to curate a project that was authentic to like what my sound would be. Mm-hmm. You know, like not, a freestyle over a record that's already been out. Like, something that's like, what is my, you know, what's my niche? So, I've been spending this time, you know, curating this new project that I have, and so I'm excited for everybody to hear it. What would you consider your niche to be, or your sound, or your lane, so to speak, when you have your own vision for that? What is it? Yeah, uh, it's totally just, I'm by myself in my lane. I'm completely by myself. And it's going to take a lot to um, sustain it, because it's hard to go against the grain when you're an innovator, when mm-hmm. you're like a a pioneer of something. Uh, I know no icon that is like anyone else. And so uh, for me, my lane is uh, my target audience are boss women, women who vacation on the Omafi coast and men who aren't discouraged or threatened by that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my demographic speaks to the mature audience, to people who have seen a lot, been through a lot, experienced a lot. And... Um, I don't know, just believe in elevation and evolving and are sure and confident in themselves. And so, 
Yeah, I'm excited to see it. That's dope. Oh, what? what I respect a lot about you, too, is because I started out as an artist mm-hmm. and I was a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know, I always say I retired. <laughs> but um, one thing that I always was taught, I had good producers, so mm-hmm. I was taught concepts. Mm-hmm. And I see that from you, the storytelling. Yeah. And that's something that I think is missing when it comes to female rap. We don't have the Love is Blind records yeah. anymore. Yeah. And I spoke to a few female artists and they say, well, that doesn't make the money. And they're just okay with that and they move forward. So are you willing to risk the fact mm-hmm. that you might be losing a few dollars mm-hmm. by putting out story records and and making your your route a little harder. Mm-hmm. Are you sure that because a surgeon that's a <laughs> you was about to make mad money doing right. the surgeon. Now you're also taking like you said the harder road where yeah. you're gonna be telling these stories. You're gonna mm-hmm. be doing these concepts. Mm-hmm. Does that scare you a little bit? Because even as an artist to make money nowadays is not that easy. Yeah, it's not. I I believe in um. <clears throat> Learning to adapt to your environments. Because I think some people are just too hard-nosed. Like, I'm not doing that. Now, I'm, I'm not really one of them people yeah. at all. Like, I have certain boundaries that I have in place. I have certain um, things that I that are against my morals or against my principles that I won't do. But I'm okay with assimilating to culture. So, mm-hmm. like, don't get it twisted. I'm like, a, I want to fill, fill out a world that can be, like, a merge of the two, relatable yeah. and be able to experience I'm not far anyway. I'm not far left or far right. I, I want to find a good middle ground for mm-hmm. it. So, um, my goal is to find a place where I can do the storytelling and still appeal to the commercial space. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I don't want to be a, the boring rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not really my goal. Why do we call that boring, so, though? Uh, but it is. It's true. You know what I'm saying? It is It is kind of boring. I listen to some of my favorite MCs. Are we talking about lyricists? But it's not something I'll be like, let's get ready to. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, I would yeah. love to find the middle ground of halfway there, halfway here. Well, here's you my know? thoughts on that. I, I, I don't like it being labeled as boring either. <laughs> I just think that... You know, we live a life that is multidimensional, yeah, right? So right. we're not always in the club. We're not always partying. Right. You know, if you're at the club from 10 to 2 a.m., you still got, you know, 20 other hours in the day. Right. So maybe this music I'm making over here is for noon yeah. or for 3 p.m. Exactly. Or when I wake up in the morning, this might be an inspirational song. So exactly. it doesn't have to be boring, but it might just fit a different time period. Right. And when you're getting up and you're going to the club, all right, maybe you're throwing a ratchet stuff. Right. But what about the rest of the day? Right. You know? That's how I feel. Yeah. I agree 100%. But who are your inspirations? Because I know some people, somebody has had to tell you this before. I'm, I know I'm not the first. You know, when I hear you, it reminds me of a mill, and a mill, sound-wise, tone was dope. But unfortunately, her situation and her personal mm-hmm. situation affected her career. Mm-hmm. Uh, does anybody ever try to compare? Does that bother you? Because it's not. I, again, I'm not saying like. I think y'all the same lyricist, but the tone. For sure. You know, and the tone is sexy to me. Yeah. So does that bother you? Not at all. Uh, Amil is, man, she has probably one of the greatest voices in hip hop, in my opinion. Um, Carried on a record. Carried. Ever since Cats found out I ran with the rock. Mm -hmm. I mean, as soon as that comes on, it's like, ooh, Emilion, come on, let's get it. Um, I'm honestly like, you know, State Property and all the movies was like some of my favorites and I used to watch, you know, like, so I'm not offended by it at all. I think, uh, I wish, of course, I wish her her career had longer 
longer yeah. stance in it because she was she was an incredible artist and I think everybody that really came out of the Rockefeller camp in that time yeah, was like special time man everybody though from what did she reach out though Sting. like what if she's like let's do a record together <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if, if Mamilla's still, is still rhyming. I think you, know you need saying? to take her out of retirement. That's like, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? That would just be so fun. Especially because you're nostalgic when it comes to sure. being able to touch the Foxy records. And Foxy sure. don't like when people touch her records. Right, right, and right. I didn't hear her complain. Right, right, right. I didn't hear her complain. I love Fox. I See, love Fox. And, and, and like also because you're classic records mm-hmm. that when you hear it, you're already singing mm-hmm. this song. But you make... People kind of forget about that. Mm. And they're mm. still embracing you. How does that even feel that yeah. like legends and people that we've looked up to mm-hmm. are now giving you your shine and your props? I'm blessed because honestly, I always want to do it in the, in the sense that I'm giving the artist their flowers, you know, never to step over yeah. or, or to impede. It's always just more so like I hope that I did justice to the record. Like I hope that I, you know, that I did something that was like well deserved for it like I hope mm. you like it better yet you know yeah. it's always it's always with that intention in mind not to not for anything else so I'm happy that everybody is embracing me especially in that space cause I really like study them you know yeah so, did you have any know. pushback from your family cause you mentioned like maybe you felt like you were doing the school thing to appease them yeah but then leaving that to do music how was their reaction to that yeah I mean, I'm super Jamaican so you know <laughs> get a little tough sometimes as far as you know education is like a big priority for us but the way my my mom at first was pushing back, but <clears throat> the way she looked at it was like, you did everything I asked you to do, essentially. Mm. So I stepped off the stage twice and handed my mother the degree as soon as I got off. So mm-hmm. it was more so like, a, okay. And and I remember I told my mom I wanted to rap <laughs> when I when I first was like hitting like so many followers a month. I was getting like 20,000 followers when I started my mm. freestyle journey a month. That's crazy. And I built my following from 9,500 to 1.3 million organically, Ooh. right? And so I'm telling my mom, like, I want to rap. She's like, what, rap presence? What are you talking about? Rap We had a plan. We had a plan. She's like, you know what? Six months and I don't want to hear nothing else. Six months and you, whatever. Oh, but and she I gave think, you some time. Right. Because that's the amount of time you get to defer from medical school. Gotcha. Okay. So um, before your acceptance is now null and void. Okay. So... She's like, you got, you know, that amount of time, but if, if that don't work out, you need to get back in school. And I think she started to see it. My mom started being on Instagram and being like, oh, yeah, oh, you, I'm like, no, people like me. It's really where I'm not just one of these like starving artists. Cause I'm, I'm living in LA. She like, what you doing? You sleeping right. on the bench? What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that mom it's thought like, you was homeless. Yeah, yeah, was like, what you talking like them LA people got you in your head or whatever. And I'm like, no, it's really a thing. So. Um, it's, it's been a blessing that's why she's so supportive and now and in, in what I do and my whole family really is so. that's fire yeah so when you knew you was gonna do like the freestyles with Funk Master Flex yeah. right now that's like a legendary platform yeah. to come on did you prepare for it for a long time did you really freestyle was you nervous I wanna, I wanna hear about that day <laughs> no Flex was cool Flex was yeah I had um, I didn't have much time to prepare for Flex that was like right after it was so much it was um well, we had, I had ABFF, uh, I had the film festival, then I had Summer Jam, or maybe vice versa, and then I went straight to Flex. So it was like, it was like kind of a back-to-back week. I didn't really get time to to prep, but Sway. Oh, my brother. Mm-hmm. I love Sway. Sway is like an uncle to me. Yeah. Man, Sway's different. You can't pick your beat when you get in there. Oh, yeah, no. You gotta Whoa, go. That is the ready. lion's den for I love sure. That. You know? He jammed me up one time. I, I mean, love that. But you know what? <laughs> I remember walking into Sway early in the morning. Uh, 
for the morning show and I was before I walked in I was like I'm not going in there my mom was like what <laughs> you talking about I was like put on some gospel music my stomach hurt <laughs> I can't go in there. and I walked in I walked in I must have looked nervous because Heather said come here and she she held my hand she said give the give the devil back his emotions Ooh. and she prayed over me and then it felt like everything that I felt nervous about was just lifted mm, so Sway so said drop the beat Mm, I was like, ooh, he's that. I did the, the freestyle, which is crazy because I don't know where it came from. Like, yeah. for real, like, I, I did it. Fire. And Sway said, everybody got one good verse. Throw another beat on it. That's how he jammed you up. I love it. Oh, my goodness. That's how it's supposed to be, yeah. though. Yeah. Man, I did it. For sure. I did it because I'm, I'm not big on backing down really like that, especially if I'm in a space and he's, like, such a whatever. So I'm like, oh. Yeah. All right, you know, so we we got it done, but I was nervous. I was Do really you nervous. remember the poem that got that initial uh, in, a reaction on Instagram? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Can we hear some of it? It's the first. Um, she don't freestyle no more. She uh, in the making right. I'm saying the freestyle. No, I'm poem. <laughs> <laughs> it, can you curse on here? No. Yeah, yeah, you can pretty, curse today. Good. You're good. Oh, okay. Um, it's actually the first song on my mixtape, so uh, it's called Viral. But um, crazy how I got this nigga sprung bad something. Ah, wow. I don't remember it like that. Got this nigga sprung back. Don't go to Sway and give him your all to come in. <laughs> Damn, I had to pull my little notepad out. That was so it was long a long ago. night last yeah. night. Yeah, it, was a, it was a long night it last was, night. See? It was. Let's, let's circle back on that. All right, yeah. For sure, for sure. For no problem. Sure. So let's talk about the day that you found out that you were going to be on the record with Sierra. Ah. Now, Sierra, everybody loves Sierra, yeah. except for probably, like, Future. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but everybody else in the world loves her. Yes. And not just you, you and Lola Brooke. Yeah. Y'all yep. got together. Y'all did the girl. Yeah. How was that, working with Sierra? Or when did you get sweet. that phone call? How did you feel about that? Um, Sierra's so sweet. She's, like, a big sister to me. She's, like, a beacon of light, truly. Like, who you think she is is exactly who she is. She's super, like, soft-spoken and smiley and, like... Like, a, really a girl's girl. Like, a lot of people jack that, but really a girl's right. girl. Like, truthfully. Um, when I found out I was going to be on the record, um, Derek Milano called me, um, songwriter, incredible songwriter, friend of mine, and he was like, I got this record for you, and um, it's Sierra's record. I was like, oh, I'm like, I don't care what it sound like. Let's do it. I want to <laughs> do it. I don't care what, what, what the subject matter is or nothing. He sent it to me, and I was like... Okay, and I remember I played it that day, and I was like, I'm gonna I'm a table it and go back to it. Mm -hmm. So I didn't like think of a concept for it yet. And then um, he called me like the next day and was like, Lola got on it too. I was like, bet, I love Lola, always, mm -hmm. always, yeah, always from the beginning, from the beginning though. Yep. And so I was like, okay, cool, let me listen to it again. But he didn't send me Lola's verse. He just, you know, had I still had the same one. So I listened to it, I was like, man, I wanna do like affirmations on it. And I write, I have four whiteboards in my house and one has like my daily tasks, one has my finances, one has like the future goals and the other ones have like affirmations and it's mm. a big board of like whatever. So. My affirmations are literally the ones from my board are on in that song, mm. like word for word. Just it just rhymes at the end. Um, so when I wrote the the track, I was like, okay, I went to record it with Derek, and I sat down and I was like, all right, um, I think I got an idea. I was like, play me Lola verse. He like, no. Ooh. So I'm like, wait, why? He like, cause I want I want you to do your verse, and then I'm I'm gonna show you hers. So I'm like, wait, cause what if we not on the same vibe? Like I don't like what mm -hmm. whatever. So I do my verse. We send it to Sierra, um, 
And as as we waiting for her reply, he plays me Lola's. And I'm like, it's so off. Like, I did the wrong shit. Like, completely. I'm like, Lola sound mad aggressive. Like, what are we talking about? I'm being mad sore. We could go back. So he's like, nah, I think the dichotomy is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Sierra FaceTimes me later that night with Russell. And Russell's like, you quoted Romans 12, 12. He's like, I'm the proof, um, you know, the evidence of, of what's hoped for or whatever, the proof of what's never been seen. So I'm like, oh my God, how did you know that? He's like, I'm, like, I'm really in my world. He's like, yeah. we love this verse. We can't stop playing it. And Sierra's like, well, I want to shoot the video this week. <clears throat> so we like, this week? She's like, yeah, we're going to shoot the video this week and we're going to do it all on the iPhone. <laughs> I'm like, wow. you lit. So we went down to her house. We shot all day. It was so amazing. Um, her kids are amazing. Her house is amazing. She's amazing. And um, yeah, I'm just... So happy. Yo, That's I did not experience. know yeah. Russell Wilson was an A&R. <laughs> <laughs> he like, we listened to the verse all day. I would have never thought that when it comes to music, he would be that involved. He's so involved that in everything that she is. does, though. So they're they're really like a beautiful partnership. Like, for real, for real. So, for she, real. Yeah. so she told you her prayer. <laughs> I'm still trying to get the drop on the prayer. Oh, come on it. now. She being stingy now. <laughs> oh, that means that you're single if you're still looking for a Sierra's prayer. True, dog. No, no. <laughs> Dude, I know dudes be trying to holler at for you. Sure. Yeah, we both say we single. We both lying. What, what Lil Wayne say? <laughs> <laughs> what Lil Wayne say? That's <laughs> what Lil Wayne say. That's hilarious. But, but when it comes to people shooting their shot, because I know, let me tell you something. Even when uh, I said we was interviewing you, one of my peoples was like, yo, so you should ask him. I'm like, she don't want you. Get out of here. So when it comes to working with people or being around certain artists, I yeah. know they try to shoot their shot. Would you ever date somebody in the industry? I prefer not to. Yeah. Yeah, nah. I don't, I don't want to date no rappers. We is not having freestyle battles at, five, at 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm cool. I'm cool. What's your type of dude? Me, me. Um, Spiritual. Just like really like... Uh, Faithful and faithful. Can he drive a bus? Drive a bus. Oh, God. Don't answer (laughs) that. Yeah, I know. It's the railroad. Stay away from that. It's the railroad. So you are putting the freestyle portion of things a little bit more to the side and focusing on creating and making records. Yeah. Is that more difficult? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But everything is a learning process. Um, You never never know too much. It's always something to be learned. Um, So learning songwriting over the last, like, two years or three years at this point has been like an incredible experience to me. I've learned to tap into so many different elements of myself that I didn't know existed before. I was like, it, it's nothing like renting out a studio and just being by yourself in there mm-hmm. to like really express yourself the way you want to without feeling embarrassed or feeling right. like somebody is judging the way you did this ad lib or the way you might have tried this melody or did whatever. So I have, because my pen has always been there, but playing with different melodies and playing with different beats and pockets and I don't know like I'm like at this point I feel like I could write for Disney films like I feel like I could be like you know like I'm really I'm really loving the the space that I'm in and I know it's only gonna get better with when you're writing and you're creating and you're you know putting your songs and stuff together yeah um, I know it's another level Mm -hmm. from when you were just doing the poems yeah but does it start from the same place or do you start it from a completely different viewpoint yeah, I think po- poetry for me was always expression about what I was currently experiencing at the moment. I don't think rap is like that. For okay. me, it's like it could be inspired by anything. Like um, poetry always used to be like my relationships or like what I felt like the current state of America was in. Everything was about that. Like, but now it's like, man, I, I, I left uh, south of France. Uh, like in Cannes, I was in Cannes for Lion Festival um, in in July. 
or June or whatever. And I was like, I got on a plane and I was like, vacation to south of France and Cannes, out making some friends at a vacation advance. I had a Bordeaux <laughs> with the best grapes on the planet. Then hey, managed to get the owner to pivot to my cabana. Hey. And it's like a whole, like, I'm painting a picture of what I just experienced. Right. You know, whatever. So uh, I think the process is just different now. Now it's about my experiences as multifaceted experiences so for sure now we know we gotta let you go but we can't let you go without talking about your new single yes yeah yeah Uh Yeah, with Dreezy Uh who she could wrap her ass up as well Uh like I love that about you you don't back down from the girls that also go hard I, I more than embrace them because I think rap needs a voice like we gotta keep we gotta keep our voice in it you know what I'm saying so Dreezy I've never heard a bad verse Never. I've never heard a bad verse. Never. And I, I've heard albums she refuses to put out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so um, I'm so happy that she that she was able to join me on this record. Yeah. Um, Video's fire What? Too. Video's yeah. crazy. Video was so dope to curate. You know, obviously when we came up with it, yeah, yeah, is a, is a term coined by New Orleans or Baton Rouge, like just the Louisiana area. So I wanted to pay homage to it while also having like a, a beauty, beauty element. What better way to merge Destiny Child and Lil Wayne's soldier? I'm like, Lil Wayne represents New Orleans and yeah. mm-hmm. the whole thing. So I'm like, I wanted to pay homage to the place that coined the term. Obviously, I never want to take from a culture and not give back to it. So mm-hmm. um, that space and, you know, just... Also, we shot on Aaliyah's death date. A lot of people don't know we shot on, oh, a, wow. on Aaliyah's death date. So the purple scene with me having long hair was like a, ver- a dedication to her mm. um, where I have on like the iridescent or whatever. It's very like... um one of her videos and yeah. that kind of embodies that essence of it so we wanted to pay homage to you know a couple of things and why Dreezy what made you say this is this is who I want on my first single yeah so my uh, my project is is, a, is very conceptual and so um, we're leaning into it's really it's a Zodiac project so uh, she's an Aries and it's the Aries, Aries record on the game. project I, yeah. I, I'm an Aries moon here. sign yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's your emotions yeah. fiery fiery uh, I am very yeah. <laughs> so um, and Dreezy honestly when I heard the record I heard her voice on it immediately it's crazy because I did a whole another two verses to this record and had a whole another concept at first and then I was like wait Hold on. And I, I I sent it to her. She was like, yeah, I'll pull up to the studio tonight and do it. I'm like, bet. So we got Damn, it done at Westside. Same day. Crazy. Same day. So, so the song is out. What's the idea and what's the lane looking like for the album? It's just, it's super conceptual. I think I don't think we've had a conceptual project in since at least like long time. a long time. Outside yeah. of Kendrick's that recently mm-hmm. came out, I don't think we've had one in a very long time. So um, I'm excited. Just you got a date for it or none of that set yet? Yeesh. I don't want to say nothing prematurely. I just know it will come at the end of this year. Yeah, yeah she just year. got her deal, Kyle. Yeah. Get her feet wet. Hey, man, we're we excited. We're 2023. Yeah. Personally, sure. I love it when the ladies come with bars. Yeah. Like, let me tell you, like, my whole thing about hip hop is there's so many people that are popular yeah. or making waves, mm-hmm. but I like the people that are spitting bars. Yeah. Like, when you were talking about Lola Brooks and Jeezy, like, I mean, excuse me, Dreezy, yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, yeah. I'm I'm curious, I'm excited, and I'm looking forward to hearing the bars that you're spitting on the album. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. so, You should call it No More Freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there it is. Thank you so much for coming. I talked to us today. We appreciate you. We wish you the best of luck in everything that and everything. And this is your, your first syndicated uh, radio interview, right? Yeah. And we so we popped that. your cherry. We love that. <laughs> Kyle can't say that. I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> Lady so London much. on the show with us. We appreciate you so much. Thank yes. you for stopping by, man. Thank it's the morning hustle. Awesome.